This is a Your Last Resorts production. And welcome back to the Your Last Resort podcast with me, your host, Brandon Lejean. Thank you for coming back. If it's your first time here, welcome. Please make sure you rate, subscribe, share with your friends. I appreciate you. Thank you guys so much again for listening. All right, so today is July 11th. This is Saturday. I had to pre-record this early because when you hear this, I'll be camping in Malibu on the beach for my uh, yearly camping trip. We've been camping there for 45 years, which is super crazy. We, uh, I first time I camped there, I think I was about like five or six months or five or six weeks old and uh yeah we camp there yearly it's awesome super fun a bunch of my friends go now it's actually where I met Erica she uh she was friends with my cousin and they brought her and today's our three-year anniversary so it's uh it's cool how it kind of all ties in together but this week on the podcast I have my dad as my guest uh you might know him as the owner of straight up barbershop and all that it's a good episode. We're going to talk, uh, you know, I'm not record this after, but we're I'm a little pressed for time today. So this is before, but we, uh, we're going to talk about how we got into barbering, all these little different things. We have the dumbass of the week again this week, reoccurring segment, answer some would you rathers. It's a good one. I think you guys will really, really enjoy it. Um, you know, thank you guys. I really appreciate you. The viewers are going up. It's steady numbers. I still, I, I was looking the other day, this app tells me, you know, my average audience, it takes, you know, the average of every episode and tells me what my viewing numbers are, and I never would have guessed that it'd even be this big, so I really, really appreciate you guys, keep listening, keep uh, sharing, Uh, out, you know, we just launched now, out for sure is the Your Last Resorts production YouTube page, it will be in the bio again, Dio had to change the name of his podcast, I know last week we advertised it as uh out of gas he changed it to unpopular opinions the car audio was being weird so he is now recording from uh inside his house it's unpopular opinions still idea of this crazy kind of skit show podcast it's super awesome i'm really excited for you guys to see that too so check out that page we have all five skits up there uh there we have a few bits of mine it's a cool page kind of keep up on things we're going to make another skit real soon i'm almost done writing it. I, I uh, think this might be my best work yet. I think you guys will enjoy it uh, and uh, enjoy the episode. And uh, thank you again for making me your last resort. All right. And I'm back here with my father, Stacy Lejean, owner of Straight Up Barbershop, a barber for a long time, the king of backhanded compliments. Thank you for being on the podcast. It's good to have you. Thank you. <laughs> See, I gave you a backhanded compliment. Now you know uh, how it funny. feels. It's uh, you're a nice guy at heart. We, we appreciate the backhanded compliment. So, uh, as I said, for those of you who don't know, my dad, he's my father, and he owns Straight Up Barbershop in Brea. Which right now, if you're listening, go follow their page at Straight Up Barbershop. I run that. We post the wait time in case you want to get a haircut. Occasionally on the store, you'll see, hey, come in in the next two hours, $5 off. So if you're not following and you're going to get your haircut anyway, you're missing out on free money. This is not an ad. I'm not paid for it. Uh, but yeah, thank you for being on. Um, so why don't you, because I know, obviously I know you so well, tell the people who are listening 
you know, how long you've been a barber and uh, just kind of your story when you started, mention maybe the service, that kind of stuff. Just give them a background on who you are for those who don't know you. All right, my name's Stacy, and I am Brandon's dad. I got into barbering 30 years ago now. Um, my mom got into it when I was a kid. She met my stepdad um, probably when I was a freshman at a barber shop down south in San Clemente. So I've had barbering in my blood. Uh, went in the service for three years after high school, got out, went to barber college, and I've been barbering ever since. Yes, yeah, it's been cool. I've never had to pay for a haircut. I always joke about people with that. I've never, I think I've ever paid for a haircut in my life. Uh, and I'm hoping that by the time you get too old or senile to cut hair that I'm either just bald or <laughs> I grow, like my hair is so like, you know, like older people, they're not bald, but their hair just grows at a less rapid rate. That's what I'm hoping for. Or maybe if, if you get old and senile too soon, I'll just grow hair down to like my ass or something and I'll get like a big ponytail and stuff. I don't know. I'm starting to believe in that spot you keep showing me on the front, right? You know, even show uh, me that spot up front. No, from? it's it's fine. My hair looks great. I'm not... <laughs> I'll be, the thing I always talk about is, is if I go bald, I'm going to be so ugly as a bald person because... I have a huge head and sometimes it's hidden because I'm a tall person, but my head is huge. I wear like a seven and like three fourths hat. Like my hat is huge. Um, my ears are ginormous. I have a very big nose thanks to you. And so <laughs> if you're going to cut off my hair that takes up part of my face and hides it, I can't grow a beard either. I'm literally just going to look like a walking ball sack. Is well, what I'm gonna look well like. I agree with you. I need yeah. hair as a distraction as well. Because as soon as mine comes off, my eyes pop out, my nose almost touches you. It just... Yeah. <laughs> I need something to throw those dimensions yeah. off a little bit. Well, luckily, you can grow facial hair, too. And it's like anytime I bring it up where I'm like, oh, I can't grow facial hair at like 18, people are like, wait till you're 20. And then at 20, I'm like, can't grow facial hair. Wait till you're 23. And now people are like, wait till you're like 30, <laughs> dude. You'll grow. And it's just like, just admit I'm never going to be able to grow a beard. I can grow a mean, like the mean triangle neck beard. It'd be a, it's a great beard for the South, but unfortunately, I'm not a Confederate flag waving person, so I can't rock the neck beard. But um, we covered how you became a barber, and uh, you know, for people out there, you started your own shop. You took over your parents' shop first in Stanton, and you opened Straight Up Barber Shop here in Brea, California, at 337 South Brea Boulevard, about what? Let's say 13 years ago, right? About 14, 14, 2006, I think 2000, it's 14 in yeah, September. So. 14 in September, so 13 years, coming on 14 years. What uh, what was the biggest challenge for starting a new shop? Because while you had clientele from the other, you made a big move from Stanton to Bray. I mean, you're asking some people who maybe it was a five-minute ride to get a haircut, <sighs> excuse me, to now take a 30-minute ride on the freeway and stuff. You know what? It was one of those things. I actually wasn't, um, I was blessed enough to have I estimated a third would follow me um, because I like to overestimate, meaning prepare. I didn't think that many would follow me. Yeah. So, um, you know, I came up here. I'd lived in town. People were asking me when I was going to open. I actually had people from Brea driving down there. Yes. But I also, in moving in the area, I didn't want people coming in because they were friends of mine. Like, I had to make that clear. Like, if you're not happy where you're going, then come in. I didn't want it to be awkward in our friendship because yeah. they weren't coming in. Where people feel like they had to drive super far. Because I, I remember my, like, when, when Luke, your barber, worked down in Huntington, 
you know, people wanted to support their friend because we grew up with him and stuff. And, like, I would totally let him cut my hair. Like, if you weren't my barber, I would do the same. But I remember people were, like, he would get kind of frustrated because he had to do house calls and stuff for everyone. But I was like, nah, dude, like, I get it. None of us want to drive to Huntington Beach for a haircut. That's a mission. There's no easy way to that place either. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, for people who don't know you... The barbershop is, is a, is a well-known barbershop in Bray. It's successful. It's actually where me and the guest from last week and fellow comedian, Dio Reynoso, hosts the shop open mic, which will be back up when, you know, coronavirus is gone, everything's back to normal, so who knows how long. But, uh, yeah, I think it's cool that you were able to come here and find some success in starting a new place. But, uh... It, the thing that that I was that like uh, I want that a uh, fond memory that I wanted to bring up. That's where I was going. I was trying to buy myself time till the memory came back in my head. But uh, a fond memory that I have that's cool because uh, you know as people know I'm not a barber. I haven't gone to barber college. It's something that I've thought about if uh, if comedy doesn't work out, you know, uh, and not not to make your job seem like my my second option and stuff or anything like that. But a fond memory I have that makes me feel a lot like I'm part of the shop is is when you first opened the shop, I was in 2006, what, I would be nine years old. I remember waking up before school to go leave flyers on people's car to promote that you were opening, putting it on people's windows. And I remember I would go because you would buy donuts. And when I'd get donuts and we'd put them on car windows, little like straight up barbershop come in and I think you did like a free haircut or off a haircut if you brought it in. and. I remember going around all the neighborhoods in Brand doing that, so that's a cool memory, and it's cool for any you know, people who don't know how much work you put into establishing it at the start of this place. Still, my favorite way to advertise. Yeah, is the gorilla stuff. I love going out on foot and actually talking to people. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's still funny as many shops as there are, and you know, I have been barbering before it was cool. Yeah, you know, in the last ten years, it's just been a giant trade, a, a big trend in it. But anyways, I love going out. I love giving away to the community. I like promoting that way. Um, Brandon's showing me how social media has a place. Yes. Um, which is really neat. I just couldn't, I couldn't really find it until he started breaking it down for different things like that, which is awesome. But I, I love doing my stuff on foot. It takes longer, but I just get, I don't know, there's that interaction. No, yeah. It, it, the, I, the, the, Gorilla canvassing on the floors is a great way, but yeah, that's what I was, there's just, you reach new people with the internet, like I had something, like, I posted that joke, the Red Lives Matter joke, you've heard it, uh, shoot, like, probably almost four months ago now, three, four months ago, and I put it on Twitter and it got 5,000 views, which is crazy, because I only have 800 followers, so you have to look at it as I reached almost, more than five times my audience, actually, more than six times, because 800 times six is 4,800, so more than six times my audience, and Something really weird is, is this happens to famous people, and obviously I'm nowhere near being famous, but I almost got a taste of it, is I don't know how, but I, one of these accounts that has like, I don't know, let's say like 26 followers, they follow 11 people, the guy's profile picture is like a cartoon, and I don't know how he found my Red Lives Matter clip, but it was like two days ago, he comments under it, he goes, a lot of confidence in this kid as he makes a flag funny. Do you think he's this confident in real life? bet he's a basement dungeon or a uh, a basement dweller who still lives within his parents basement and has no friends and i was just <laughs> like i'm I, at first i was like i'm gonna 
flame this guy. I'm gonna burn him into existence because I'm good at shitting on people. Well, he definitely gave that a lot of thought. For that's sure. what, I, but that, but that's what made me laugh. As I clicked on his profile, I was like, he has 26 followers. He's, it said his thing was from like the UK or Canada, and he has no one to follow. And he's coming to this thing four months ago, and it was so, it was just funny. Like this bothered him so much that he felt the need to comment. But but that's the crazy thing is is that there's this person in the UK commenting on my on my stuff or I posted the, that clip and I have like a small like I, I I don't know who retweeted what but I have like a small group of followers from Canada too these people we follow each other back I don't know who they are we don't Lejean. Know, yeah I mean yeah maybe they they maybe saw the last name and felt like at home but yeah just you can reach people and I hadn't shared that story yet I thought it was funny I just ended up blocking him which is like I always hear famous people like, ah, you don't respond, just block. Because I wanted to go after him, but I was like, who, like, what is this? I'm just going to just argue with a guy on the timeline. Like, who cares? <laughs> and so, yeah, I blocked him. And I've had other jokes that I posted where, you know, a girl felt the need to message Erica and tell her how I shouldn't joke about the subject, which is, like, hilarious. But it's also in the fact that it's, like, that many people are seeing it and it's making a big enough impact that people are feeling the need to write to other people that I should not joke about stuff. Which actually, you've opened my eyes to that because I think I've been turned off to it because I just, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with it for sure, maybe none. Are we talking about social media still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'll just, every time I look over my daughter's shoulders, they're watching other people do stuff and it drives me crazy because I'm like, taking a picture of yourself going to school isn't relevant. I'm like, inspire people. Yeah. Do something cool and then post that. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I, uh, I, I mean, I am completely addicted to social media. Like, I, I don't get a lot of shit from it, but, like, I don't think I haven't been on Twitter a, probably in the last, like, eight years of my life. Unless I just... I, there's probably one weird day where maybe I like I well, I don't know but I all you know what I mean I always go on Twitter it's where I get my news it's how I keep in contact with people it's how I know what stuff is going on like I do it because you know I go on there and all of a sudden I find out like oh shit like they didn't make way in for the fight we're gonna watch tonight like little stuff that's that keeps me informed and that's why I like social media but there is an aspect where you know not to bag on my sister Cameron but where she's constantly taking selfies and pictures of herself and you know, can't disconnect. And I walked in the living room earlier today and she was like, mom doesn't want to take down my screen time of two and a half hours. But I told her, I want to take pictures while we're camping. Don't you think I should get more time? Can't you talk to her? And I was like, dude, we don't even have reception and camping and your boyfriend's there and your best friend is there. So who are you going to contact? And she was like, well, what about pictures? I go, you're not going to take pictures for more than two and a half hours. I don't care what you say. Um, you know, somebody brought something up to me, though, Brandon, on the Twitter thing, and it was it definitely interests me. You know, this news that comes across and all the things it's got to go through before it hits you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this crazy stuff that, that Trump writes and different things. The one thing that I found that I kind of liked of it, not necessarily... Not, definitely not what he's saying, yeah. but how it can get directly out without all of these yeah. other people getting involved. Yeah. So, And I'm talking about Twitter in general. At least yeah. it's honest and straight through. It doesn't yes. have to go through these filters. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, uh, like Trump is, is uh, like, he, in, for what you're saying, yes, but it's, it, he kind of gets like an exception because that's his account and he's the president. So he has that volume. But uh, 
obviously my Twitter is going to be more of a liberal democratic Twitter because I'm I'm that and I follow people and I follow younger people who tend that has tend to be a younger democratic demographic is younger right. people but I still always take everything I see with there as a grain of salt because there's no regulation even less I, I I believe that I sometimes get I believe I get more true media on there because there's videos that the media can't show and that they won't censor sure and like for example there was a photo a Jazine not Jazine Maxwell it was something like that is just the girl who got arrested for being an associate with Jeffrey Epstein the guy who killed himself okay right and uh, and you know everyone's making jokes like like they're like did you hear Maxwell I, I know her name's Maxwell so I'm gonna refer to her as Maxwell like, did you hear Maxwell got arrested uh, she's been pronounced dead tomorrow because they all think she's gonna die like Epstein does and what's crazy is, is there's so many pictures of her and Trump together and there's like when they're younger and there's pictures of her and the Clintons and I think the Clintons were definitely involved in this Epstein thing and so they think wow. that Trump, but here's the crazy part, is there's a picture, a really famous picture, where it's it's Trump, Ivanka, M Maxwell with Trump's arm around her, and like two, an Epstein and one other person. And it's going viral. Fox News used that image to show that she was arrested, but they cropped out Ivanka and Trump. And it was just Maxwell, Epstein, and Clinton. And it was like, whoa. But then CNN cropped out Clinton and showed Trump, Ivanka, Epstein and Maxwell and it's just like holy shit so just crazy. put the whole picture but you can see right there but on Twitter I saw the whole picture sure. so there's that there's that more even part of news but I always try and look at things like read into them if I'm really if I see something on Twitter and I'm like oh I'm really gonna stand behind this I try and check because there's been things I fooled by like I talked about last week on the podcast there was a bunch of tweets going around that said Max Holloway the main event tonight right after you know how the guy tested positive for corona they said that maxwell missed weight cuts and i was like oh dude we lost him too and then it was just a fake account trolling everyone or there's this thing that happens a lot where famous people have blue check marks to show that they're verified but there's an emoji that looks a lot like it like on a quick glance and you know someone will be adam Schefter with that mark but they're at is at adam shefty instead of Schefter, and they'll be like breaking news like i've seen i see it all the time with like breaking news kaepernick signed four-year deal and someone's like can't believe he's back in the league or someone's like fuck this guy he shouldn't be in the league and i'm like yo that's not a real account that's it's just crazy. click on the account and look so it's i think it's a better source for news it's less biased but also you just get straight up lies i got gotcha. you which is super weird um to get off that a little we talked about social media for a while what is uh what's the worst haircut you think you've ever had um, one that I've done. That you, uh, if you, I, I was gonna ask if you'd feel comfortable saying the worst one you've done. But the main, the first question I'm asking is, what's the worst one that you personally have rocked that you think? For me, oh, that I've mine worn? is definitely a two on the sides, four on top, <laughs> with a boxed-in lineup with ice pick sideburns. I, I looked, <laughs> I looked like a Lego character. With and my, I did yeah. it for you, and the whole no, time I, I was yeah. like. <laughs> this is not working for you. Kid. No, yeah, and I appreciate that you did it because that's that's a good parent instead of being like, "Fuck no, you you can't." It's have hair. That. Yeah, you let me have it. <laughs> I think that was the worst. I always think a funny haircut. I don't think it was a bad one, but that I was allowed to have a mohawk for spring break only because mom said only bad kids have mohawks. And if I wore a mohawk to school, I would be a bad kid. Like like it was that's gonna erase the. I was in like fourth grade. Like it was gonna erase the kindergarten through fourth of you know they do o's is the best grade straight right. o's or a's if you want to 
is gonna be erased. I'm gonna get my hair kind of like, ah, <laughs> fuck you, teacher. And I'm gonna get like a uh, get right. pregnant and and scrape off the board and get detention and get it, you know expelled and shit. She thought as soon as you shave there. And then we used to do the Ch- Chuck Liddell Mohawks too and Pop Warner. But it's funny that you say that because I can't say it. I don't know what the kid does when he leaves. Yeah. But when you give a kid a cool mohawk, I'm telling you right now, when he's when you show him the mirror, yeah, he's got to look at yeah, it. Yeah, all he's, of a sudden he's he like, gets a little. He's, he's like, just, fuck the yeah. man, dude. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. he kind of, he's definitely, he's like, hey. He becomes a little fuck. Um, <laughs> so what do you think the worst haircut you've rocked? And that I've cool. ever worn? Yeah, and you were born in 67, oh, right? I've, so you've had, you, you know. Oh, man, I've had. Yeah, you've been through generations of, of haircuts. It's kind of weird because. I really look at it. Yeah, the, I guess the lineup was kind of a generational thing for my age. Like everyone when I was that age sure. had lineups, but we haven't yet had like the the flock of seagulls look. You know the the permed. I guess I guess mine is a lot of people are starting to bleach the top of their hair. Like Anthony, our, the linebacker I lived with, he uh-huh. bleached the top of his hair. It looked horrible. I used to do that. Yeah. So like, what do you think was the worst that you? The looked? worst one I had. I mean, I can't. I I guess the mullet. I had a legit mullet. Okay. Um, I think mullets are kind of cool though. It, like they're cool. There's like a certain cool way. Like Jerry Seinfeld, cool mullet. Oh, I don't know. I like I, can, <laughs> I like his. But then like the like mullet where it's so shaved on the sides where you're redneck. I don't like the right. redneck mullet. It, but yeah, I guess there's not a great mullet. Mine was mine was pretty spiked on the top <laughs> and long in the back. It the was, Joe Dirt style. Oh, it was pretty much. Yeah. And then I had long hair in the early '80s, so and I had kind of they called it a rock top, a rock top, What's and that? it basically looked you great. You basically could grab a handful of hair <laughs> on the top of your head. Seriously, yeah. take scissors and chop that off, and that's what you wanted was just this little spouting thing on the top. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I just thought of this right now. Right now, what do you think one of the worst trends is of haircuts that, that's going on mm. right now? For me personally, I uh, am not a big fan of, you see, it's definitely not a white person haircut, but they shave, you get like a, a, a buzz and they leave, you leave like a patch of hair on the back, like right here. It'll be like, like you shave everything and it's like a little... Just, just on the neck. Yeah, it's definitely something you see more like black people rock it more. Than yeah, I've I, seen like Hispanic people because you kind of need like like for white people it would look we don't have like poofy hair you know like it right. would work if you had like curlier or thicker hair. But I'm not a fan of that. And I also like I said I don't like the only bleach top that I like is with a high fade and it definitely looks better on not white people. Like it just is one. It's one of those things where that's like not. I'm not gonna call it cultural appropriation. That's a little too aggressive. Right. But it's one of those haircuts where, for white people, it doesn't look that good. For black people, it looks good. For like you know soccer players, you know like overseas and stuff like European, it looks good on them. But when you get like a, a white guy from Orange County, it's just because like white people don't have that like that thicker hair on top. Like right. That. It's just not something that comes in. So what do you think? You know what? I don't know what's out now that's really bad. Um, Haircuts there has been kind of bland lately. You, and you know what's funny about that? And, and mark my words, the World Cup. Oh, when that yeah. when that cup comes around, it it influences. It's so weird, and yeah. it, and it doesn't have to be good. Yeah. You know, but the but the faux hawk, the yeah. faux hawk came from that. The real hard part where you're cutting one side off came oh, from yeah, that. Yeah. Fury had an influence on that. Yeah. You know. But right now it's you know what's cool is there's been so much stuff that have stayed around the classic stuff, it looks pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's real 
you know, kind of the 50s kind of thing. Those kind of haircuts can't go out of style. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think one of, like, the simplest haircuts that looks good is just, like, you, just, like, a normal, like, people are rocking, like, a little bit longer on the top and longer, like a four and a two or a six and a four. And then, like, you know, you style it or, you know, if you're black, you can get, you do waves with it. Just, like, little haircuts. I keep referring to race, but, like, it, you can be offended if you're listening. But, literally, hair is so different. Oh, for race. sure. A black man's hair is so different than a white dude's oh, of hair course. It's, it's insane so that's like there's different like like uh like my haircut is i just style it over with gel the, yeah, no black person would ever rock that but but i i couldn't have waves i would right <laughs> i would look well no yeah. and that's a fact with their hair being yeah. dark the the different shadows you can cast with their color hair are completely different yeah a fade does not look as good on a white guy as it does on a hispanic or black oh, yeah. you don't get that shadow you don't get the color change yeah so it's just yeah it we does just, look better we were on just that. shitting on zach for he rocked a high fade for a little and we were like as as a like he's you know half white like a quarter filipino or whatever but we're like as a as a my majority white dude do not you just looked did not look good with the high fade because like you said it's just one thick color it just looks like you shaved it just it looks white it just side. you just see the head yeah what do you think the worst haircut you've ever given then is there like is there the worst one, one i've sticks given to you excuse me is there like one that sticks in your mind there does yeah there was a guy you know you get these kids and so everybody wants to follow trends mm -hmm. and i literally had a guy who wanted to look like all of his friends at once. It was awful. Huh. Awful. Uh, and I did it. Yeah. If you what can't even like, what, you what? can't even picture this. Yeah. It was if okay, so a step haircut looks like a bowl. So when yeah. you shave underneath it, you have those long sides that swoop back. Yeah. This kid had I put a flat top on the top. Okay. On the sides, I left that hair long so he could sweep it back. So yeah. there was that middle area. I picked that up and shaved underneath it. Oh, my it God. It was awful. Did oh. he like it when he was done? Oh, yeah. He was and, like, fuck it. And, he, and here's the thing. It may have had a tail at the bottom because those were in at the time. Oh, it was yeah. just hideous. Yeah, yeah. Those rat tails. That's the word I was looking for when I said the rat tails in the back are just gross. I'm not, not a fan of those. It's weird, though, because I'm sure, like... It, like you know, in five years there could be there'll be a whole new trend of what's popular. It just kind of depends. Well, that was a cultural one where I was at in Stanton. So, not necessarily a mullet, but a tail, and yeah. you and you braid it. It was definitely a cultural thing. Yeah. It was a lot of the OGs. Those guys had the longer that was and the braided. It just it, it's the amount of time they had it. So it was definitely a cultural thing. You know what this? I think the sickest haircut is is the long braid down the back bald everywhere else. Just like the Shaolin monk, like 80s bad guy one where it's the <laughs> single ponytail, like mid back of his skull, just down his back in a braided ponytail. That'd that's be a, sick. That's a skullet. That's a skullet? A skullet. <laughs> that's hilarious. When you're just buzzed and you got that long hair in the back or bald with that yeah. in the back. Yeah, well... That's always like I always think about it because I know that you hate it the the toilet the toilet bowl where it's like you grow like you're still growing normal head of hair from like like your sides down and then the top is bald and it's just like <laughs> they can't let go of it and it's weird because like okay I it looks terrible but when they wear a hat it doesn't look that bad it looks like you got a normal head of hair it does. But uh, it looks, it just looked like I had a coach. I won't, I won't name him. There's no chance he listens. <laughs> but he, we always, he would get clowned on because we said, 
we said he was he was a decent looking dude with a hat on, but the ugliest motherfucker with a hat off because <laughs> he had like you know when people are going bald and they just shave their head down to like a zero. Sure. And it's like it's not bald, but it's like a stubble. Mm-hmm. He had a stubble that started. I shit you not, right here. Ooh. If you're not listening, my hand is. Like, put your hand on your forehead and run up to the middle of your head. Like Just picture s- Jeff Garcia, the quarterback. Yes, he, yeah, it looked just <laughs> like that. Literally in the middle of his head, but, like, he had a good hairline. So it looked like he had a lineup on the top <laughs> of his head. And he would take his hat off, and you could, like, like, we'd be at the end of our practice, and he would take his hat off to say something, and you could just kind of hear, like, a murmur grow in the in the little circle. Like, oh, oh God, that's your fucking hat. Like it was bad. He would get clowned on for that. Well, not hat. to bag on Garcia, but if you ha- if you're not if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, go on your phone and check that out. It spikes from yeah. about where the ears are on the sides. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, it's a bad haircut. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any more haircut things. Uh, just, just, uh, yeah. I mean, come in. I'm telling you, he gives good haircuts. I'm not being partial because he's my dad. Straight up barber shop. Spell S-T-R-A-I-T like that. Obviously, everything I'll put in the bio, a link to the Instagram, all that. I'm sure most of you know of the shop, but hey, give the Instagram a follow. Shout it out. Uh, you know, I appreciate that. Okay, so we're going into a segment that will continue to reoccur. The picking the NFL divisions. I'm sorry if you are not a football fan because I know that this is probably not the most exciting uh, part for you. But again, I will continue to make it faster and faster. I'm sure the last one was faster. So we're going to pick for you, Dad. We're going to go divisions. And what I'll do is is, um, is I'll tell you AFC North and NFC North. And I'll read you the four t- teams. Don't uh, don't think about it too long. Just oh, kind of no. say it. If, you, uh, if, you need, if you're kind of like, who's on? If you need a refresher, I can kind of refresh you. Just let me know. I'm kind of writing this down right now. So we're going to go to the North first. We'll go... AFC North, which is, uh, let's see, or actually, my bad, we're going to go with the AFC East first. We're going to go AFC East. Your division, the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New York Jets, my dad is a Dolphins fan. Who are you taking in that division? Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping uh, the Bills. The Bills, I think that's... As funny as that sounds, even though I'm a Dolphin fan, obviously I want progress on I, our yeah, team, but... I think they're going to get better, but I really don't think picking the Dolphins... I don't think they'll win the oh, division. Oh, no. But I, but I think it's a very open division. I think the Jets are going to continue to be terrible. Okay, we're hopping over. Let me see if this page... How does this page work? Okay, NFC's down there. Cool. Okay, we're hopping over now to the NFC North. Uh, we have the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, and Pittsburgh Steelers. Who are you taking? Damn. Yes, this is that's a, a weird one. that's a weird one there. Um, yes. You know what? I'll go Ravens again. I don't think Pittsburgh's yeah. in the kind of shape they are. Yeah, I, uh, I, I Ravens are everyone's picked Ravens so far. I mean, you got the returning league MVP. I don't see Lamar having much of a dropout. Now we're headed to the South. Humidity and racism is always the topic of the South. We have, I think, arguably the hardest division to pick a winner in, besides the besides the NFC East or West. My bad. The Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans. Who are you taking? This is a tough one because you got, you know, Sun Watch and the Texans. They traded away Hopkins, a lot of pieces. The Colts got Rivers. They might be better. They got a good old line, good run game. Jaguars, I think they're going to be shit. And we got the Titans. Yeah, I don't you know, believe in them. Titans got Tannehill, Derrick Henry back, but you just kind of never know. Who are you going with? Um, You're on the clock. You got five seconds. Five. Four. Go Titans. We're going with Titans. First pick for the Titans. I still think that that's a good pick. Yeah. Now, 
we're going AFC. I can't read my writing, but that the other direction is the West. We got the Denver Broncos, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Chargers. That one's done. Yes, I Chiefs. don't expect anyone else to pick anyone besides the Chiefs. I normally just write the Chiefs in before they pick. And by the way, I'm happy for that coach. I like him anyway. I think the so. only team that gives them a run for their money is the Denver Broncos because they have arguably one of the best receiving cores. They have Cortland Sutton, 1,000-yard receiver. They got Jerry Judy in the draft, and they got uh, one other really good receiver, a guy from Baylor, uh, Denzel Mims, I believe. I might be wrong. Someone might be really mad at me right now. Listening. Okay, we're headed to the NFC. NFC North, another uh, kind of complicated division. Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Who are you going with here? In the yeah. NFC North. Green Bay, who else? Where are we at? Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings. I gotta go Packers. Packers. You're the first person to pick the Packers, which is very surprising because every podcast I say this, I think the Packers had arguably the most quiet 12-4 and season last year. Did you know the Packers were 12-4? No. Neither did I. 12-4 and is yeah. a great record, they, but they didn't get, they never kind of get the respect. And I feel like before he leaves, they're gonna, they, they gotta put something together, make a little yeah. push there, you know? Yeah. Okay, we're headed to the NFC South. Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Buccaneers. This is another tough division. The South, mm-hmm. I think, are the two toughest divisions. So again, Falcons, Panthers. I got Saints, that because we're going. Bucks. We're going. Who are you going? I'm going to go with Breeze. Okay, I'm going to go over yeah. there. You're the first person to pick them. That's all right. I'm sure everybody jumped on the Brady thing, which yeah, should be but good. No, but, but, I, but like I said, I think those are well. Dude, Carolina got Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater's legit, legit with Christian McCaffrey. I, I think they're going to give him a run for their money, too. And you and Matt Ryan and the Falcons are never that bad of a team. Okay, now we're to my division, the NFC East. Eagles, Redskins, Giants, Cowboys. You won't hurt my feelings if you don't pick the Eagles. I like to tell everyone that. Who you got? I assume it's between the Cowboys and you the You know Eagles. what's funny? I, I, would go, I would go Eagles. I feel like just Dallas, just no matter how good they look, there's just something can't flip yeah. the, cor- the corner there. I've been there. saying this on paper every year. I go, dude, this team is going to go 12-4. and four. And? And they, last year, I was like, they looked so good. You know, they, they had Demarcus Lawrence. They had Robert Quinn, who actually led the team in sacks. They had Van Der Esch. They had Amari Cooper. They had Randall Cobb. They have all these guys. And they didn't even win the division against the Eagles and Carson Wentz throwing to practice squad receivers. The Eagles won the division at nine and seven, and they were beat up all they, year. Yeah, they yeah the the the. I, here's the thing though that worries me about the Cowboys this year. Cowboys have a new coach, yeah, Mike McCarthy. I think and Jason that's gonna, Garrett that's is help a, a shit eater, and yeah. I think he messed that team up. So I'm more nervous with a guy like Mike McCarthy. Now I think I've said this like seven times already, but this is definitely the hardest division. I could see three playoff teams, especially. You now have the the two. You now have three wild card spots. Maybe even all three make it. We have the Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams. Just kidding, the Rams suck. The San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. I think I could see Cardinals, 49ers, and Seahawks. Isn't that funny? It. Cardinals picking it up like that. Yeah, it's I mean, rad. yeah, they got they got Hopkins now. Uh, the guy Kenyon Drake is playing great over yep. there. So. Um, New sense of uh, yeah, not we're not in that Florida heat. Hmm. Sad because he's got to pay income tax now. If I had to pick there, what was the Cardinals' record last year? Do you know? They were below five hundred. They okay. were seven and nine. Forty hmm. ers were are defending returning to the Super Bowl. Seahawks missed winning the division on week seventeen. Wild card made it to the second round and lost. Hard to repeat. I I you know what I'll go, I'll go Niners. Okay. 
49ers. Okay, so just to let just to recap with you, you uh you have different teams than everyone, which is exciting because I was telling last week, Dio and Brendan Bognar, the people who have picked, both picked the same exact AFC rosters. You picked different AFC picks than all of them except obviously the Chiefs, and you picked a completely different NFC except you and Dio took the uh, the Eagles, which still though, you have a very different one, so if you're right, you're a clear thing, you know, different away from everyone. That's a bit, that's one of my favorite segments. I enjoy it. I think it'll be fun to see at the end of the year. I'm sorry if you're not a big sports guy and you hate hearing talk about it, but... Uh, well, just, let's just hope we have it. Let's yeah, get back on Yeah, let's hope it happens. Okay, so we're uh, going to start heading towards the end. We're heading into the final three reoccurring segments. We are with the Dumbass of the Week, brought to you by Red Foreman. Dumbass! Dumbasses! Dumbass! 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 This week's Dumbass of the Week is the NFL or Roger Goodell, however you want to look at it. He this week said that uh, they will not allow jersey swaps after games to stop the spread of the coronavirus. So you can line up against a man and tackle him and take him to the ground and literally try to kill him and be on top of piles of 10 guys if you recover a fumble or something, but you can't exchange a jersey after. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's stupid. It's just the NFL ruining the fun again. I always like the the, the uh, acronym. NFL stands for the No Fun League. They don't like fun. They you know the celebrations were outlawed for so long. I guess it cost them like three hundred dollars every time a jersey swap happens. I bet the owners were like, we have no fans in the crowd. We want more money. But yeah, I got to give the dumbass of the week to them because of uh, I mean that that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, like, what do you think? Like, th- no, I, I, same thing. Yeah. I mean, I had the same feeling when uh, when I watched uh, the guys weigh in with masks on, and now they're gonna tear it up tonight, yeah. and they will be literally on each other's face. Yeah, exactly. Uh, an honorable mention for me, too, has to be college football because they decided that to combat the corona, they're only going to play in-conference games. Does The <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> what? The coronavirus effect. Well, it's, we were yeah, going to infect you, but it's the yeah. SEC championship, so we'll wait. Like what the fuck? Like, and if you look that at is con- so funny. yeah, and if you look at like Conference USA, they got teams in Texas, South Carolina, Maine. Like they got shit all over. That it doesn't make any sense. It's That's just so like I, I think they're gonna get delayed till spring. The Ivy League said they're delaying till spring, and you know those are the smart guys. So I think everyone's gonna kind of just have to follow suit with them. Uh, yeah, that, so that's the dumbass of the week. Now we head into another reoccurring segment, the Would You Rather. So we have two Would You Rathers this week. I, uh, this one is a good one. This one, when I read it, I immediately was like, hmm. And I, and I didn't think about it too much so I could be a little more raw. As always, I'll answer first to give you time to think about it because I have heard the question. The first, Would You Rather. Would you rather never be able to say thank you or never be able to say sorry again? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a shitty situation, so I'm thinking about it. Man. And listen, and to, and to make it harder, no, you can't say pardon. No, you can't say excuse me instead of sorry. No apologies or no gratitude. You can't say grazie. You can't say I'm very gracious. None of that. You either, huh. like if someone's like, I got you this gift, you're like, cool. That's like, you, you knock someone over and you just look at them and you're like, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> so... 
I think that oh, this is a tough one because if you can't say sorry, you're gonna be an asshole. Like, because there's just situations like like what I think about is is going in the grocery store and you walk in front of someone, you're not in their way, but you always go, oh, sorry, like you're in their way, like just little polite things. You can't say that anymore. It would be nice to not say that, but thank you is just something like think about it. You're taught to say thank you, like like you hear you're you're. Your toddler has such nice manners. You taught him to say please and thank you. Please and thank you is like one of the first things you learn to say. So I feel you could get away without saying sorry because it might kind of make you more of a badass, but I don't know because then, okay, you never say sorry. You're you're uh, you're getting a divorce, dude, because we both know, you know, three years today with Erica, you know, 20 plus years of marriage. Sometimes yeah, you just a... gotta shut the fuck up and say sorry, you yeah, know. Even so, imagine point. never being able to say that. Why'd you so... have to bring that up? I had it all figured out. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it difficult. I'm gonna go with never saying. Uh, Damn, I'm gonna go with never. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going with never saying thank you again. I'll just be an impolite motherfucker. I don't have to say <laughs> thank you. I'll give a little head nod. I maybe that's even cheating. You know what? I think I can get away with never saying thank you ever again. You know what would be fun is if one day camping this week. Me and you try to never say <laughs> no thank yous or sorries, and we'll we'll switch the next day, and we'll see what's more what? socially awkward. Interesting. Because I I think the no thank you is less socially awkward because some people just sometimes don't say thank you for everything. But um, the only time sorry be awkward is is like imagine it's the day. Well, because you've done something. Yeah. Imagine you like it's the day you can't say sorry. We're playing catch. You overthrow the ball and it hits. Erica in the face and her nose starts bleeding and you're just like, are you okay? And she's like, no! And you're like, dope. Like, <laughs> what are you supposed to say? So oh, I'm, going, I'm going with without saying thank you. Because like you said, sorry, you, you're probably, like, because you can avoid the pity sorries, but if, when you really got to say sorry, you're really fucked up. And I guess so too, because I guess you, you could still serve without thank you. So you could still treat people good. Wow, that's you're awesome. You're not going to yeah. get the thank yous. Yeah. But, but it allows you room that if you, if you fuck up, yeah. You, you get to say I'm sorry, and since you brought that up, I was like, "Wow, yeah. I need sorry." This is one of the. <laughs> this might be one of the the hardest would you rather's that I've that we've done on this because I really don't know which one I would pick. But I'm gonna go like I said with no no thank yous. What about you? I that's where I think I'm going too because I I still think you could do you could still bring good things the other way. Yeah, you can't just. Yeah. There's no making up for stuff that you've done. Yes. I agree. Okay. Last would you rather. This one I came up with for you. Would you rather be bald or have hair down to your feet? Oh, shit. Because, like, at first... Can I braid it? Um, <laughs> no. I got to rock it just always flowing like that? Yeah, so you got to brush that oh, That's a shame. Day. So you, got, you went too long on me. If you put it on my back, I'd no, be that's, good. No, see, that's why I thought about it. Because, like... Long hair down to your feet. You got to brush it every no, day. You're going to step on this shit. It's gonna that's be an, an easy one. I'm killing it for that reason. Yeah. I'm yeah, going bald. I can, I'll be a hat guy. Yeah, I like hats. I got no I'll issues. I'll invest in hats. I got but, no issues. Yeah. I'd rather spend, like, I'd rather have, like, a, a $500 hat budget than, than the 500 hours I'm going to have to spend brushing and combing my hair. Because at first, when you hear bald, you're like, I'm taking the other fucking option. Because, yeah. no, I mean, like, I think that's one of guys, like, most, like, f biggest fears is going bald. Like, it's such a, it's such a demasculating thing it's just sad thing to go bald but uh i got a quick story about that just real yeah, quick let, let me hear i want to hear i was making that same comment oh my god turn your phone off in the podcast who is it 
I was making that same comment real quick. I was in barber yeah. college, and this guy's complaining about his hair. He's looking at, and I said, I walked up to him, and I said, I said, man, you worry about that more than anybody else. I go, it looks good. You're fine. And as I walked away, he really said this seriously. He goes, see, Kathy? He goes, I started losing it like him right there in the back. And I flew to the mirror to see if I was losing it. Yeah. So he got me. Until it happens to you, you're right. No, exactly. And it's crazy, too, because, like, you, I, I think I reference a lot is, is you're like, you're like, that real game shit doesn't work. Because if it did, why the fuck would anyone be bald? And that's true. But I think a lot of these, like, four hens that you hear about and these... Uh, like hair transplants are getting better. I think they're getting better, and I think if you have you gotta have money, Elton John money. You gotta have money, Period. yeah. Because like there's like 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 Daniel Tosh. You can see him. I heard about on podcast. They're talking about it. You can see him going bald in like season two of Tosh and he has like a full head of hair now. But if you got that money, you can get it. But I think like an average Joe. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, super close. It's yeah, awful. Yeah, if you're an average Joe, you're better off. Like, and for any just, of you guys out there trying to buy the serum and all that stuff, I've been doing it for thirty years. I still have bald guys in my chair, so none of that shit works. Yeah. I don't care what they say. You yeah. could put hair in there and transplant it, but you are not going to put a cream, a gel, and have it grow it because they would be done by now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have the uh, last segment of the podcast before we wrap it up. This is where we do the what have you been listening to and watching anything that you would like to shout out. Um, I'll, I'll do mine real quick. Unfortunately, as, as I've stated at the start of this podcast, we're recording it on Saturday, you know, three days after the last recording, just so that we, you know, keep up every week because I, I appreciate all of you guys consistently listening or growing. So I don't have a ton of new stuff to promote, but what I'll tell you is uh, music-wise, uh, yo, I got nothing for you guys. I uh, listened to the new Juice World album, a few songs I've listened to. I haven't really got to listen to it, but it's great. R.I.P. Juice World. You know, it's just probably they, they said maybe one more album. Things I've been watching, like I said, I did watch the Hannibal Burris special. Very funny. It uh, it's different. It's cool. He uses uh, a big screen behind him. There's music. He has an auto tune. It's a very different special that I think if you're a fan of comedy, you'll enjoy the different features of it. I haven't watched Jim Jeffries yet. That's a plan to watch tonight with with uh, Erica for our anniversary. Um, and I watched Richard Pryor for the first time, and I'm disappointed to say that it took me this long because he was hilarious, still stands the test of time. His act-outs are phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, for the music, unfortunately, not a lot to promote. Is there anything that you're kind of on a kick right now? If uh, what you, you know what? I'd be in a complete different generation than I'm sure most of you guys listening, but I've been reading a, a, a biography on Sammy Hagar. So yeah. he actually started out in Fontana, so I've been up to San Francisco with him. I've gotten, I mean, I've, I've gotten to, to be kind of the rock star with him, and I actually really like the guy anyways. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, he hasn't quite gotten to Cabo and started yeah. that place yet, but... Uh, Really, really cool guy, and it—I it, didn't realize I knew he had his own deal, and I knew, uh, you know, obviously he was with Van Halen as well. Which, by the way, I like David Lee Roth, but Sammy was awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just a really cool dude. So that's what I've been listening to. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. You you like now hold the title as most sophisticated listen or, or guest because <laughs> no one has ever uh, said they've been reading a book. I didn't. This, that I mean, that's that. It should be included. What you've been listening, reading, and and 
and all that. But uh, no, no one I had on reads a book, so congrats. You're the first person to suggest a book on here. Well, thank you. I'm not yeah. bragging. It only took me 48 years to find a book and actually no, get I, through it. It's so. okay. I haven't read a book since, like, like <laughs> in probably five years. So you're doing well. Okay, guys, we're done. We're at, like, the 47-minute mark about as – no, I would not want this to be any longer. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, I've mentioned it several times, but this week I was – finally kind of looking into the viewers and I'm not going to say the numbers don't want to humble and I'm trying to humble brag or anything like that but it's been awesome when I look at the number of people who listen it's been growing like I said on the first episode I would be happy if four people listen we're uh, a lot past that in average listeners per week so thank you guys so much um, go listen like I said the your last resorts production network is officially launched Dio's podcast is up now renamed the unpopular opinions visual only on youtube on the your last resort page go watch it go watch our old skits stream this podcast keep promoting dad stacy promote your shop real quick before he does follow the straight up instagram page it will be in the bio at straight up barbershop promote your shop, tell them the hours, when to come in, what the deal is, how your COVID's safe. Go ahead. Well, if you guys are getting a haircut and you're not happy where you're going or you're going into one of these shops that's so pretentious that they're kind of over the top, um, what I offer is the, the movie before they did it. Everybody that walks in is a part of that group. It's a lot of fun. My barbers are awesome. Um, just look up straight up barbershop in Brea. Yeah. I really don't need to give you the ad. I mean, I could give you the hours, but once you look it up, you're going to find it. Yeah, you'll find everything on the Instagram page, the Yelp. Guys, it's, uh, you know, he, he'll, he'll do girls' haircuts, but it's mostly a guy's place. Don't cancel him. He's not being sexist, but I'm telling you, you go in there, it's like going to a bar. They shoot the shit. When sports are back, there's always sports on. They got movies playing. They'll watch shit like Rambo, Fury while it's going on. It's a good time. You can sign in, especially right now with COVID, sign in, leave, come back. The wait hasn't been long. Also, look at yourself. You're either getting a cheap haircut for $5 from somewhere and it's shit, or you're paying $40. Oh. A $25 haircut, you can't fucking be that. Come in, support. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Check it out now, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, like that, check it out now, check it out, hey, yo. This one right here is about a girl, and you've seen this girl before if you've been to any club in the whole wide world, check it out. Her nickname's Last Resort, see her in the corner with a plastic floor. This has been a Your Last Resort production.